0: so I really like shoes but I'm trying real hard not to spend a lot right now so it's like I can't even buy anything which sucks but I've just been window shopping cause you know as you know last year you know two years ago so pretty much like I couldn't um I didn't do anything, so anything I made from passive income or through Starbucks, I would just save, you know, and invest, and it's like, that's, hasn't really grown that much, if anything, I lost a little bit, but considering it was three, I didn't really lose it. Um, So now I'm, like, at a point where time's, like, slowing down, so I have to figure out what to do with my time more than with my money. I want to use my time to make money, but it's like... I don't know, because around holiday time, it's like there's a pressure to buy stuff for your family. And, like, the way I see it, I don't really care for my siblings, because they're all old and older than me. I mean, who doesn't like nice things, but... I want to, like, give something nice to my nieces and nephews. Um, But I don't know. One of my nephews is, like... Um, and, like, with boys now, it's, like, with him, it's, like, I wouldn't know what to get him because he's 12 and all he does is play video games. So, it's, like, you have to give him, like, virtual weapons, but it's, like, how does that even work? And it's, like, part of you, as an older adult, is, like, why would I buy a virtual weapon? That makes no sense. So, anyway... I've been in Santa and it's interesting because I, I think about the kids like that I work with in these classes, and I'm like, man, I want to get them stuff for their room, you know. Like, I was thinking about the kids whose handwriting is like disgusting. Like, it doesn't even look like the, um, the alphabet. It looks like another picture, or like another alphabet, or different. I don't know like hints of letters like artifacts of, of ancient like text and stuff and it's really bad like you don't know whose it is because the regular age looks like a backwards N, and it's hilarious because like the funny thing about um learning is that learning a spoken language is almost like intuitive for people it's just like the reading and the writing is like it's so different All right. the reading and writing is not very innate you know and you have to teach kids how to do it i mean anybody could read you know, even if you have like a disability with your eyes, like I've seen it, you know, in my classes, like this girl, she has trouble reading, but they have something set up for her where she can read, and it's all, it's just about like making adjustments for the individual, but anyway, um, I've been thinking a lot about them and like, what do they need, like, what do they need to learn, do they, they all need to catch up, you know, like, even the smart ones, like, the really smart ones have issues with handwriting or spelling or math. And it's not their fault. And they deserve better. They deserve a better world, you know? They deserve a better response by the government during COVID because no one knew what to do. And, you know, it was tough on their parents. So now it's just like, for us, it's like, how do we catch them up but at the same time not make them feel like there's pressure? Because there is pressure. There's always pressure by the state or whatever. And they have expectations and standards for their age and it's like, oh out of And it's like and it's like how do you how do you pressure them? See, that's the hard part. It's like how do you get them to How do you get them to respond and catch up? Because the truth is they need more time to catch up. They can't possibly... Some of these kids, I don't know if they can possibly read at a third grade level this year, you know? So, again, it's not their fault. I mean, some of them, sure, like they don't want to do their homework or they rather play video games or they don't pay attention in class but it's like there are a significant amount of kids who are trying and are really applying themselves they just don't know because they missed they missed out they missed out and that's not even covering like the socialization thing that they missed out on that's a whole other topic but but like it's interesting because I think about how I was in school, so there's part of me that's like, um, well, why can't they just sit down and stay in their seats? But it's like, I really think about reality when I was their age. And I think about how our home was set up with a television and there was no internet and there was no back and forth between tasks, you know? And now that's the norm that's how the technology works. Like before, it was really, um, you got back home, there was books, there were toys, there was TV or movies. That was it. The games were all physical. It wasn't, I mean, for me, because we grew up poor, but even still, like, children's computer games were very primitive. In the late 90s early 2000s so you didn't have many options and depending on the price point like a lot of kids were just pressed out of those games so now I think about their parents and what their parents do after work and how they model that to their kids and it's like oh you know there's no more there's not really this sense of like sitting on the couch for four hours after work until bedtime is different, you know? You get up, you, you rotate, or maybe they do play video games for like five hours and then go to bed and it's like, oh man, I didn't do my homework. Maybe that's it. I mean, it was like that with us and TV sometimes. But I mean, I do wanna make a difference, you know? It's just like, I wanna make more money to support that because the cool thing is like I don't have kids of my own I mean long story but like they're not mine but they are mine but I'm not currently with them or supporting them or learning about them but again I processed all that whatever so it's okay um but it feels like it feels like anyway this is where we are now right so I want to invent... Well, I want to get them like board games that teach them things that they are behind on. I think a good one is Sorry, Because you just learn to cope with feelings a lot in that game. And you learn to take turns. You learn to go by the rules. And that's just something a lot of these kids need. Like, they... A lot of them... Because, you know, their parents were millennials for the most part. A lot of them don't have siblings. Or they have twin siblings. Or they're just not too far apart in age. So they don't, or no, maybe they are far apart in age. Where it's like they're missing out on those experiences with people their age, you know. And now that they're in that, it's like you can tell it's something that they're not used to. So it would be cool, you know, to get them those games or to just redistribute or, like, shuffle them because some teachers have a sorry and the other ones who don't need it... Or, no, sorry. The ones who have the game don't need it. Or, honestly, they could all use that game because there's just a lot of conflict between the kids and uh, that should have been settled in their other grades, but, you know, because of COVID, So Anyway, I want to get them board games, but it's, like, Probably shouldn't, you know? Um, plus, they don't have a lot of time, honestly. like Kids don't spend as much time in, in school as they need to. And, like, the reality is it's like, how long are they in there? 8 to 2.30, minus the lunch. 8 to 1.30, that's like five and a half hours. And then, you know, you don't know what their parents are like. Like, they're different, right? Like, depending on their parents' work schedules, which millennial parents work so damn much, it's inconceivable, you know? Um, You don't know what the environment is like for them when they go home, you know? Like, what they're expected to do beyond their homework. So... I don't know, it's something I think about, you know, like this whole millennial generation alpha-like partnership. It's a partnership, you know? And I just think about that, those obstacles they've had. And then what else? I want to invent a board game. I wanted to write this book about this elementary school teacher who wants, maybe high school. Because I hate middle school, so whatever. Who wants to start teaching existentialism in school to kids. <laughs> it's, like, it's so funny because I want to invent this board game. Where it's like, there's basically no point. But the whole point is to like try anyway. And to be like obsessed with winning. But it's a game where, like, kind of like Monopoly. Not really, because it can go on forever. It's like, at some point you realize there's no point, but it's like so addictive where you keep trying anyway. But it's like, so there's just one part of the game where it's like they have to flip a coin to land on heads like eight times in a row. And I don't know, like I was sitting down at a coffee shop working it out. I think this was last year I was doing this, working through the kinks and like, I think I was literally flipping a coin eight times in a row. And I think it was like at 20 minutes and I was just like, I'm gonna stop this because I gave in. So I had to keep lowering the bar. So I think it became like four times I flipped it. And then I was like, okay, four times. You have to flip it heads or tails or something four times in a row. And then you do these dice rolls. You're basically flipping or rolling like dice, like." like three dice three times in a row and then you have to get them all evens in a row or something and then it's just weird stuff like that like these little chance games and it's like then you have to draw an even card and it's like I don't know again like, even now that I'm recording I'm thinking of it of as I go along to where it's like that leads to that leads to that leads to that but if like With letter A, like, if you mess up letter A, it makes an impact on, like, letter D or or whatever. And it's just interesting, you know. But I think about that stuff. Like, it's really interesting how much I'm learning, you know. And you just learn so much. You learn about, like, the behind the scenes of your learning. And the skills you're, quote-unquote, supposed to learn at this age, you know. Like, no one taught me what... What fine motor skills were when I was learning about fine motor skills I don't think I would have absorbed that or been aware of that if they explained that to me they just explained it to me and I just went with it cause whatever right but it was really cool you know Like kids want to learn kids do want to learn I think like You know, there's someone going around asking people for money but They pass me. I wanted to switch the topic to something serious for fun, but um, man. um, what was I gonna say? This happens a lot. Well, I didn't invent a board game for them, but it's like probably too much work. But um, I don't know. I think I think they need these games. And then some of the kids, I was like, I should get them the upper. Oh, <laughs> it's so cute. This dog just jumps on his Um, little boy moves. So I want to get them Operation because like their handwriting is terrible. And maybe the game will help them, you know, control their hands. And one thing I learned is that your hands don't really have muscles. It's the forearms that... The muscles of the forearms and that movement pretty much, like, transfers with this, like, mat or something to move the fingers. So it's really interesting. Like, I've been trying to, like, write with my left hand more... um, but I guess it's like when you're a kid, like, the gross motor skills are when you, like, learn to grab things or walk or climb. And then the fine ones are, like, holding a pencil or writing with a pencil. So it's just really interesting how that works and how we learn. So, so, yeah, I've just been learning a lot about learning as, like, a young person. But I always thought, like... I always thought you learned how to learn when you were in college, but I think you do learn how to learn when you're in college, and I think you just learn things when you're smaller. But... Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. It's really interesting, this world I'm in now. I wish I got paid like 100 grand a year doing what I do, but I mean... That's honestly that's gonna probably wait a decade or two. But I don't wanna limit myself. It's like growth mindset, right? But I don't know. There is still a part of me that's like disillusioned, but Maybe there's just something I don't know, just like that book said. Maybe there's just a path. A system I don't know and I can get there with the resources I do have today. I wanna go see my mom, cause Um, I'll get some Chinese first. They were supposed to go... um, They were supposed to go... To... They were supposed to go to my sister's and I wanted to go, so... It's just really interesting. And it's nice to be outside with other people in public. Uh, What is that? Vomit? But what is it exactly? I hope you heard this because my headphones have been on and I don't know if that blocks the microphone. But yeah, um, long story short, I'm really liking my job. Constantly worried about money, but whatever. Um, I might have to get a second job somewhere at some point. But I mean, you can cross that bridge when you get there. But for now, maybe I do need a break. Yeah, maybe I do need a break. But I think that's it for now, bye.